Cam Glen Express with Stephen Payton.
Good evening. Thank you once again for joining me here Friday night, 8 o'clock, Cam Glen Express time. And we've got the wonderful Fragile X in the studio tonight. I'm going to talk to him for hopefully two hours, and hopefully he's going to be here for the two hours. Now, that song was Blue Monday by Flunk, and that was released in 2003, but that was originally released in Blue Monday, New Order, 1983, can you believe it, from the album Power, Corruption and Lies. Now, I'm going to Samuel Sharp from Twinkle Tide. It is on... Oh, let's turn that over. It's the forthcoming album, Consequential, getting released on the 16th of June. It's his first release on Blackford Hill Records. Also, for the limited time, Tommy Perman's doing nine postcards of cover install- illustrations and signed bonus card by Samuel. So, it's Bandcamp Free Freeze Friday. So, time to get on there. And it's called Twinkle Tide. Hope you enjoy it. song was that that was 
Samuel Sharp, Twinkle Tide, released on Blackford Hill Transmissions record label. Now we're going to the wonderful Fragile X, John Goretzky, hopefully I pronounced his name right, Gorecki, and we're going to talk about his record label, how he goes about it and just general, and he's going to give us an exclusive play on a track, so without further ado, John, how are you getting on? I'm good, man, I'm good, thanks for inviting me in. Excellent. How did you start your record label? Uh, I would have started it back in 2015, and it was originally kind of, it was something I originally started maybe like 2013, didn't go too well, so I went away, kind of studied how yeah, how we go about it kind of thing. Um, I think the, the original one was called Our Friends Eclectic, which is terrible, a terrible yeah. name, <laughs> but um, I started that way back, well, maybe before 2013, it was basically just pals, so it was just all, like, Different aliases of mine and a couple of pals of mine. Put out one CD, didn't get anywhere and then kind of took a wee backward step, reassessed everything and then came back. We obviously, Bricolage, it started off as a collective originally and I think we've stuck with that kind of thing. But okay. we just changed the name, the, the name to just Bricolage, but it was the Bricolage Collective. Um, and it was just kind of, just grown for there, obviously. You know what I mean? So yeah, like a, full, a fully fledged kind of label, if you like now. So Bricolage or Bricolage, Bricolage. Bricolage. is French, you were saying earlier uh, on? Yeah, it's a French term. So it means, well, it means to like um, build for the ground up, like for odd bits and ends. So just to create from whatever you're given. And I think the French actually use it as the term for like a DIY kind of project. And it was my friend Roman, who's back in France now, but he stayed in Glasgow for maybe 10 years, I've known him a long time. I've known him from when he was here and told him back to France. But it was him that gave me the kind of, the idea for it. Excellent. And then I'd heard the name before because it's one of Amon Tobin, uh, Amon Tobin, his album. His album oh, right, Bricolage. okay. I love Amon Tobin. And so I'd said that to Roman when he said about the bricolage, uh, the name, and I was like, well, Amon Tobin. But I didn't know the whole meaning behind it. I had to look that up and I think it fits. It fits the label perfectly. And fits what I was trying to do perfectly, obviously. Excellent. So, so this track is coming on, it's called Mecca. Mecca, aye. It's and um, how did that uh, come about, or how? Well, that was the first track finished for the Great Brain Robbery EP. That was... So and that's your new album coming aye, out it's next new, month? It's next Friday, a week oh, next, today. Oh, brilliant. Today. Um, it was up for pre-order, but it's the whole kind of themes that are in, like, um, AI, artificial intelligence, kind of robotic kind of things. So and there was a narrative that had kind of come up in my head, Um and there's a wee comic that comes with it as well, um, a digital comic that comes with the, the download. But the narrative kind of plays out, and I don't want to explain too much in the narrative because no. I want it to be open, open for other people. So if they read, if they see the, the graphics um, and then hear the music. But Mecca was the first track finished, and it was it's like a robot kind of taking over here, and it's like a big Mecca, a big giant robot or whatever. Um, and it's somebody building this robot, whatever it meant to be, and that's all that's all the theme of that. Excellent. They've taken a brain for a human and put it in this big robot kind of thing, whatever. Brilliant. Um, Excellent. Okay, so the next track up is a brand new exclusive by Brio Kalaj. Is this Fragile X? Is uh, yes. Your name. Right. Excellent. So this is the first track on the new album coming out next week. And remember, it's fun for pre-order at Bandcamp, which but is Free Freeze Friday. Aye, for once. No, once, <laughs> <laughs> So 
Two seconds, folks. We've got a wee bit of technical hiccup with the USB. I'm going to play Dark Fidelity Hi-Fi, first track on that album.
So folks, that was definitely not Mecca by Fragile X. That was the wonderful Alvo Noto and Ryuchi Sakamoto with a track called Aura. Now, sadly, Ryuchi Sakamoto passed away this week, so I thought I'd do a wee bit of a tribute. And it was Andrew Weatherall's birthday yesterday, so I'm going to play maybe a track or two. Uh, I think John's going to pick his favourite track. I've got Heavenly Remixes double CD, so it should be a classic. Now we have got Mecca by Fragile X. So I was actually going to do something else, but we're just going to play Mecca. Because I've actually, I've not heard it myself, so totally excited. So without the build up, we'll just get straight into the track. John says that sounds right. This machine will have eyes, ears, and a voice. This machine will have eyes, ears, eyes, ears, eyes.
That was Mecca from the forthcoming album Great Brain Robbery, which is for which is on a pre-order. This on Bandcamp Free Freeze Friday, and it's getting general release on a week today. A week today. Now I'm going to ask John, what are the instruments or electronic gear, as I call it? <laughs> that you admire or use in creating your own sound and does it vary over different times? Say the seasons, winter, summer, spring and autumn? No, it's just a, a door, simple door, yeah. straight up door. I've got a few wee instruments. Um, What's a door? It's a digital audio workstation. So that's ah. just like your, your Ableton, your Fruity Loops. Ah, um, cool. First thing I ever used was way back in the day was uh, Reaper. I remember having Reaper. Um, Cut other ones back like early, early, early thingies, but they were never. It was never obviously as evolved as it is now. You can literally make anything. Yes. Actually, I, I really admire a lot of people that used it previously because you think what the doors were like back then and mm-hmm. how how they could still make music. What people were talking about during off earlier, like Aphex Twin, that kind of thing. How they made all these kind of sounds before like, the evolution of what we've got now. Because it's, it's. I wouldn't say it's easier now, but it's, right. But I really admire that, so I would never slate all the older stuff, but it's definitely just doors I'll use. I've got some drum, wee drum machines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you make your drum machines yourself, as in the, the noise? The, the noises? Ah, you can do, you can do that at a door as well, so like a keyboard. Even. Right, so, okay. Um, but um, I always, I, I use a mixture of that, a mixture of samples, field recordings. So I'm, I'm a sucker for getting field recordings, I'll get like a big folder for them, oh. and I can chop and screw them into different sounds uh-huh. it's even in my work so I work as a coach builder um, oh is that your other job uh, then? That, that's, my, that's my real job that's <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my day that's job your, yes um, but there's a lot of good sounds in my work there's a lot of mechanical things and a lot of steel and steel work getting done and it's a, a noisy workshop but I've recorded things in there before and just turned it into like bits of effects and stuff like that because that's where the sounds. Detroit techno came from with ah, well, the banging well, the metals and stuff like that and then Berlin and stuff like yeah, that. So mm-hmm. I, I suppose that's kind of, but I like the gentler sound as well. I can find there's like a big looting van that we had, and, and it was just the spare wheel was off at once, and it was like trailing this kind of the hook that holds the wheel. It was kind of trailing that behind it. It was making like a kind of nice chimey sound. So I've recorded that. I've wow. used it in a track that's not yet, but mm-hmm. maybe kind of in the future I think. Um, but um, so is there any weird noises on Mecca the track? In terms of field recordings, uh-huh. no, that's all. Kinda, I wanted this one to be or computer because it's all the great brain robbery. It's based around artificial mm-hmm. intelligence and that kind of stuff and robots. So I, th- I wanted it all be computer based, so kind of ties in with it. Right. So there's nothing. There's like there's there's a like there's, t- there's two field recordings on it, but they were put in last last minute. There's um, on Euro Orchestra. There's waves. From the beach in Berwick, and my wee nephew as well is on your oh, orchestra. Oh, brilliant! Uh, Nicholas, <laughs> just saying mind-bending electronic music. Does he going to get royalties then? Well, I, if it sells <laughs> enough, which I doubt, I doubt, but I, if it sells, then I, uh, I, I got his blessing as well before I did it. So, Excellent. Um, I did say that to him. He, re- he recorded it ages ago. The, the voice of him, him saying that. Mm-hmm. I think I get me say it three or four times. He stutters as well, but I put that into the track. I've kept the stutter in it. But that's in the second track and the, the release. Excellent. His voice and there's just waves and stuff in it. Apart from that, it's all computerised. So there's no like field recordings. Is it big waves in Berwick? Was it? Aye, we went in the summer, but um, it was stormy. Um, so it's like a wee sea cliff. I think it's called Sea Cliff Beach. It's a wee private beach in Berwick. 
Um, you pay to get in, it's like £2. It's not on you to speak to it, no worries. No. <laughs> but it's like, just the look you gave for that. Um, it's like, it's £2 <laughs> to get in, but um, it's, you need to drive through this wee forest a bit to get to it, and it's just like white sand. You think you're in Spain or something? Oh, is that went, right? Beautiful. July, aye. We went in July a couple of years ago. Um, and I always like to record waves whenever we go. And my, my girlfriend, my partner, she does a lot of wild swimming. Oh, so wow. she likes to get in. Oh, the, yeah, my partner does that as well, yeah. Plays quite as brave I've done it a few <laughs> times that was one of the rare times I did it in Berwick and there was a big massive wave right in the back of my head oh, me. So, but I've recorded a lot of the waves whenever we go the beach I always record the waves they're always coming handy somewhere and you're saying your influence so your next track you've picked is Turquoise Hetzigan Sun 1998 Boards of Canada yes uh, um, they were a big influence on me did you ever uh, see them live? Or did they ever no, play live? Not, well, to my knowledge, they've played maybe a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I think it was at all tomorrow's parties kind of things, um, like 2000, 2001. I've got CDs of that. Like oh, back for the early days of the internet, I ripped a lot. Of, I've ripped, I've ripped like a CD of that. I push you can go on the, on the forums and that, the Boza Canada forums, and you can get the, the live shows. But they were the first but like group or electronic kind of act that I, I did like a deep dive on. So I want you to know everything about them. Yes. When I've seen, I found out they were Scottish. I first, first thought they were, yeah, when no, I heard them, I was like, Canadian. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I heard them, maybe like 98, 97, 98 maybe or something. And um, I did a proper deep dive, wanting to know everything about them, because I know they've got all these... So how did they make, did they make the, the same setup as you, or they use keyboards or whatever? Did know, you ever know? Quite, quite secretive, I think. So they're, oh, aye, oh, they, wow. don't, they, don't, they don't play a lot. Obviously, they've not had an album out since like 2000 and what? Mm-hmm. Uh, 12 yeah, I think that, it was uh, uh, 11 or 12 I think it was um, there's another album Reach for the Dead I think we've had that since, since then but um, are they quite uh, kind of keep themselves yeah, themselves I think that Daft uh, Punk being <laughs> oh, Daft Punk aye mainstream with the helmets yeah but, um, that's true so uh, they keep themselves themselves but they're, um, uh, they're, they, were, they were a big influence especially on my earlier stuff because mm-hmm. they've got that kind of lo-fi nostalgia kind of type thing so a lot of my earlier stuff when I was like starting making electronic music before I had any idea of what you could what you could actually do. And it was all kinda of warm tape, so I used a lot of tape kinda of things, kinda of stuff like that, saturation. And it was all about kinda of textures and stuff. Okay. Then. And that was because you have that wonky sound that they just get and kinda of like weird and it sounds like a seventies T V commercial or something, just with an acid or something. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. But um just weird sounds and that kinda of inspired me a wee bit when I first started kind of make stuff but I obviously moved away for that um, I've never made anything that sounds like them I wouldn't want to try either no. um, I'd made a track called Bored of Canada which has probably <laughs> been done by uh, hundreds of other people but uh, I made a track called that like 2010 or something I think cool. just a wee kind of inspired kind of thing but um, excellent I do a big influence brilliant so we're going to play Boards of Canada Turquoise Hetzigan Sun
Stephen Payton. On Cam Glenn Radio. That was Turquoise Hetzigan Sun, Boards of Canada. One of the influencers for John, Fragile X. Now, I was watching John's previous release called Broker, and he did a 20-minute video, so I'm going to ask him about that. The artwork and the graphics that you see on your YouTube and other media outlets are amazing. How did that come about, or how do you actually do that? Is it by yourself as well? I do. Um, in terms of the, the videos, I would do... Other ones that are on my YouTube channel, I think we've got over a hundred, well over a hundred, I think. But um, maybe I've done maybe like ninety-five percent of them, I think. Um, sometimes the people at No Arrival and you know Rick, that Fidelity Hi-Fi, they'll yeah. they'll some kind of th- sometimes make their own ones. Um, and there's people that will send me videos, so it's fine we can put it up. But ninety-five percent of the time, I would do it, and I like to have a strong visual kind of aspect. Um, to go along with I'll usually put that up maybe the day of the release or the day of pre-order I'll put a, a video up maybe one or two for each release and a preview video whatever but um, I like getting the actual footage so a website is archive.org you get a lot of creative common stuff on it it's got old cartoons it's got documentaries for the 70s and 60s and anything I think it's like for 50s onwards it's free to you can, or maybe earlier than that but free to use so I find a lot of kind of stuff now it takes a lot of hours though so you sit and troll, like just, like just trolling through stuff to find it, um, and you can find all different things like that. But that broker one, it was all stuff to do with the brain. So I just looked yeah. up brain stuff and documentaries and the left brain, right brain, about the part that's about the speaking, which is broker, is the, the speaking, the recept, the speak reception kind of part of your brain. Um, so I looked up stuff like that, and then you can skewer it or colorize it, make it any different shapes sort of, and then mix it all together but it's a 20 minute video was hard to make it was about 8 gig as well like, it was high quality so it took me I think I had to go I think I uploaded it and went to went to work and then come back and it was just finished up oh. like a 10 hour shift at work back and it's just finished like Jesus now I've written on my magazine the man with the plastic brain uh, DJs do you have a favourite you said you were obsessed in the wee linear notes for the 1990s aye I would only have been Young then, so <laughs> yes. I was born in '85. But as I got older, so the f- the first album I ever got was the Prodigy, uh, Fatty Land. That was the first album I ever ever owned. Uh, it was my gran had to buy it for me when I was twelve because oh, it had the parental control. Yeah, because yeah, I was certain tracks in it. Um, so my gran had to buy it for me. I told her that it was just like one swear word in it, like once. And she's <laughs> like, all right, I'll buy it. So she had to get it for me. That was the first ever uh, record that I had, and then that kind of era. So. You've got obviously the big beat, the Chemical Brothers, all that kind of stuff. But then the IDM era at that time was just like ridiculous. What people were making then was mm-hmm. insane. So going back to that, I was always obsessed with that kind of because club music's good. It's good, but then you get club music for the clubs, but you can get club music for your bedroom. If yeah, that makes of course. Sense. Uh-huh. It's not like pound and four four techno. So you can dance to it. I can dance to it in your, in your heat. You know what I mean? You can dance to it yourself. Well. Sometimes it's safer. You say, don't make a fool of yourself. <laughs> well, well, I don't like the term IDM, but I kind of get it at, sa- at the same time. Because um, what is intelligent dance music? Mm-hmm. Like, I've had so many like discussions with people about this. Like, one of my mates, she's like a, a techno producer. And the, the, the term I, IDM it is, it is a bit silly, um, but it's kind of stuck. But see, be fair, I actually still. thought it was in, uh, was an intelligent dance music. I thought it was independent. Independent, <laughs> just no, no, intelligent. Apparently, intelligent dance music. But <laughs> it, it, it probably comes for the whole. It's with the war era, obviously. Like yeah. Early nineties, mm. and it kind of stuck. But I think most of the people that it's attached to 
probably don't like it themselves. And I don't think I've, uh, I would t- I would use that, that uh, loosely as a term mm-hmm. because I think people would probably know what you mean when you say IDM, but you don't need it doesn't it doesn't need to be IDM. If that yes, makes sense. Do you yeah, know what totally, I mean? Totally. Yeah. Um, but so it kind of it's stuck, and a lot of people don't like it, but. It is what it is, but that that kind of, I suppose you could say that was what I really liked that the IDM that kind of era. Excellent. Well, I'm going to go to an album by Dark Fidelity Hi-Fi, Machine Blossoms, mm-hmm. and you picked Static Cuts Water. I love them, and I think it's Rick James. Jones. Rick, jo- Jones. Rick Jones, sorry, Rick Jones. and he's someday that masters your music. He does. Uh, he does. Um, I first introduced to Rick and well introduced himself to me in 2016 and sending me a track put in a compilation like volume 4 way back in 2016 and then I think we were saying off air how I'm in Manchester like two or three times a year usually so we were down for a gig I think it was one of the warehouse parties or something like that met up with him oh wow we were chatting to him he's a master engineer um, makes obviously good music as well and then ever since then he's just he's been like my in-house engineer I do some myself but um, I would rather Especially my own stuff, and but just he's, just he's just better than me. So yeah. <laughs> he's better at what he does. That's his job. So and you said he's maybe coming up to Glasgow and playing. He is. Yeah, he's been up yeah. a few times. He's, he's, he's coming. Up. You said you've got he's getting you've got night in yeah, the 11th of May. I don't. We're not, I'm not going to. He's playing, but I don't get too much detail because there's another there's a noise box night happening. Oh, I did see that this month. So he's John's. It's Urgula. He's his his night, and he's got one every month. Uh, oh wow! Excellent. And we've came together for one in May, so it's yeah. May the 11th. So Excellent. Rick's coming up. Um, I'm going to be DJing at it. Excellent. We'll be kind of revealing the full lineup um, probably in the next week or two. Brilliant. <coughs> the flyers are all getting away, sent away, ready to get done and stuff oh, like excellent. that. So, but that's going to be May 11th. So, and then we'll have something new for Rick as well. Start for the hi fi later in the year, I think. So. Brilliant. So, we're going to start with a play Static Cuts Water from the wonderful Machine Blossoms by Dark Fidelity Hi-Fi.
How good was that? That was Static Cuts Water by Dark Fidelity Hi-Fi from his Machine Blossoms on Briar Collage, released 2020. Remember, it's Bandcamp Free Freeze Day. Remember to check all the local artists out. One obviously being Briar Collage, Fragile X. Another one is Sub Exotic. And I'm actually going to play a track that's been released as we speak just now. It is called Nightmare Folk Art by Boy Called Crow. And the track I'm going to play is the title track, which is Boy Called Crow. Type A.
That was from an album, Nightmare Folk Art, by a boy called Crow. And the track I played was Acorn. There's a wee linear note in Bandcamp, a mind-melter mind of a record, writes hallucinogenic songs that are harrowing one moment, breathtaking beautifully the next. And I think the album is absolutely amazing. And that's Sub Exotic Records which is absolutely outstanding. Now, I'm going to go to Andy Weatherall. It was but Watch the Ride. Andy Weatherall, Watch the Ride, DJ Mix. I drive through a major metropolis an hour and 15 before the sun up. And we're going to play the Black Lips, Veni, Vidi, Vici. And it's the Andrew Weatherall dub mix.
That was the wonderful Andrew Wetherill, sadly passed away from his album. I'll try to find. There we go. Excellent. Watch the ride, and that was Black Lips, Vindy, Vidi, Vici. So I'm going to play a track from Human Condition by Fragile X, who is live today. And on the wee linear notes inside the CD, there was a wee word, birth, growth, emotion, aspiration, conflict, morality, an entrance and an exit, perpetual cycle, the human condition is imperfection, and that's how it's supposed to be. So I'm going to ask John, where did he get it from and why did he put it in these wee linear notes? Uh, the Human Condition was a book that I'd read by Hannah Arendt, and it's obviously about all the aforementioned kind of things, and your birth, your growth, how you learn to develop emotion and various things. And it just got, got me thinking, obviously, about life. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so um, just life and just uh, stuff in general. Um, and I've read it, I read it once or twice, I think it was the second time that I read it something just struck me that I wanted to kind of make um, something that would be inspired by that but also by my partner at the time I think that's I think that's in the liner notes as well well my partner at the time still my partner yeah. <laughs> but I wanted to make it at the time yes. um, about my partner because she I think she's helped me because is that Marie is that Marie, Marie yeah yeah she, um, you, obviously you can change you can change the person I'm not, not, not saying I was a bad person but <laughs> Um, but um, but you can change. So I've evolved. So not that I didn't like who I was, but I was I've always been me. But I've always um, I've uh, I've evolved as a person through meeting Marie, and that's because obviously how she's caring and all that kind of thing. So I know it sounds cheesy, but then it yeah, makes you yeah. so you you understand it more. And I've read this book obviously, and then you can like characterize people's um, emotions and how that can affect you, all that kind of thing, and it's how you can impact other people and stuff like that. So it was meant is to be that like how they, the, 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 the songs in the album, is ah, that they, related they're, they're, to they're that? They're kind of references to that. Obviously, Kagito Ergo Sums, kind of like Latin, it's uh, translated into, I think, well, usually it is, I think, therefore I am. So that's a whole starting point kind of thing. And But that, that the book, I would I would recommend reading it. It's... Um, it, is, it goes into the whole philosophy of it, obviously. Oh, what's the name of the book, sorry? Uh, just Human Condition by uh, Hannah Arendt, I think Arendt. it's it. So it's A-R-E-N-D-T. Um, but it's just a really good book because it's a philosophy of that, but it's also, it goes further back and just delves into, like, just the history of the human race and how, and how, and how, we've, how I, and, like, emotionally, or in every kind of, every kind of aspect, and how we look at ourselves and how... Um, what you can leave behind, basically. And, and this was done on Q Dot Records. Why was it not done on yeah. your own label, or did you? Uh, well, I, I, I wanted. I, I'm happy to release on Brickalize, obviously, but release on other labels as well. I started Brickalize so I could release basically <laughs> music. Yes. That was one of the reasons I started it, so I could have a vehicle to release it. But um, Paul at Q Dot actually reached out um, and asked me, so that was nice. He um, yeah. he asked me if I'd want to contribute to their series because it's a series kind of almost like there's like scenes it's called like scene shifting music so Q Dot's kind of like they're a wee bit of hiatus they'll be back though but so he want, he'd like had things in mind that he wanted for each release and then he, he reached out to me and he asked me would I like to contribute not, he didn't ask in any way 
certain type of music that he wanted, but he just wanted something from me to add to the thing. At the time, I'd kind of had that in my mind, that. I told that to Paul, and he was like, that could be, that could work. Excellent. Sent him the demos. Um, and it's just good. So Q Dot's a, a cracking label, so it's yeah, good, it's exactly, good to get yeah, it's really nice. I like his, what he's, the aesthetic he's kept with. Um, Sometimes, because that's the thing with my own stuff, it's a bit wild, but it's the, the visuals, whatever. But Paul's kept that like, we change all the time. Else, it could be black and white, and it could be colourful releases, it could be this and that. But Paul's he's kept that aesthetic. Uh, I really like that, and I admire the, the label for that. Um, and when he asked me to, if I wanted to put something in, I was obviously jumped at the chance. Uh, he, wanted, he liked kind of the, I think it was the EP I'd put in C Blue Audio the year before, I think. And he kind of liked that kind of Japanese ambient okay. kind of style that I kind of had in that specific EP because that can be a, that's a big influence of the older stuff, the older Japanese music. Um, and he wanted, he asked if I could make something that was kind of similar to that. So it was my most. I think, see, that album, The Cuming Edition, it's probably the closest stuff came to making something like a band because there's a lot of instruments in it as well. So there's a lot of right, bass, drums, right, okay. guitar, obviously a lot of digital stuff, but. Um, so I used to play in bands, but that's the closest I've made something as fragile X that would be be almost like a band. Excellent. I think if you would tell someone it was a band, they could maybe believe you. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, well, maybe. I think well, um, the, the the first song I'm going to play is Cogito Ergo. Ergo Sum. Sum. Yeah. Excellent. Which I think. So I'm going to play that. This was released in Q Dot Records, 2022.
That track there was from El Cuadro de Trossi from Rasta Records and it's the first track on that which was El Guido and it's by Donato Dozzi released 2020 remember it's Bandcamp a Free Freeze Friday we've got Fragile X John Garecki in the studio I think I pronounced his name wrong he's rubbing his head so I have pronounced his name wrong uh, but we're going to go to his album Working Memory released in 2022 and we're going to play Boom Merchant back to the 44 so how did this album come about John? Uh, well that was the anniversary of Bricolage in August it was our 7 year anniversary and I wanted to do like a kind of special CD for it so the Working Memory one was the compilation for that so there's a couple of my pals on it SF he's a good friend of mine as well send us over she's a, a Manchester based uh, she's really nice stuff as well and I wanted to kind of have people that have gave the label a lot of their, their time and stuff like that as well. So there's a lot of people on that that have been bigger names for us. So it was a nice CD and it's like Daffodil Hi-Fi, Sarmism, Doxel, Mineral Drone Girl, Minerva, she's a Hungarian producer, oh, she's right. phenomenal as well. Um, but so I don't mean like bigger artists, but a lot of them are more kind of artists that we've worked with a lot. I wanted to get something new from them. So it's all different unique tracks made specifically for the for the uh, CD. And you do a podcast, because I was listening to Minimal Drone, the re- most yeah, recent one. Drone girl one I and, and I've actually been on it myself. I've done ah, number did, 88, yeah. I think aye, it was. Aye. <laughs> aye, that was December. But yeah, yeah. Aye. But the Minimal Drone's fantastic. Oh, she's, um, she's, aye, she's like, Joanne was, it was hard to get a mix at her at one at one point because she was well, she wasn't too confident so I would be good at making music and she was like oh I don't know how to be able to mix and I'm like just go, go with it obviously yeah. but I asked her maybe ages ago for it like but that's that's how I've got it now we've got it up but it's been a monthly thing the podcast so how, where do you find that the podcast the podcast that? thing you can find it at Mixcloud so but <laughs> unfortunately I think we were talking about Mixcloud earlier yeah, we did. they're, they're charged you now so you need to wow you, need, you can only have 10 tracks up at any point so unfortunately we've got I think it's 92 or 93 podcasts oh, but right. you can only get up to 83 on Mixcloud but there's a, a website called uh, hearthis.at um, and we've uploaded everything to there as well I've always did that so two weeks after it was on Mixcloud we upload the podcast to hear this um, and you can usually download them for there as well um, so everything all the previous podcasts from one right up until 90 odd are on there What's the website? Hear this. H-E-A-R-T-H-I-S dot A-T. But um, I think you can only also, because I've, <laughs> I've, no, I've noticed as I've been uploading it, as well, that you can, you can only get 100 on there. <laughs> so once we get 100, which will be December, um, 100 podcasts in December, that's 100, that's 100 months in a row, yes. which is a long, long time. Yes. The first week every month. So who's, have you got somebody lined up for your no, but century I've, one? I've are you got, doing it, maybe? No, I've got... Um, I, I always, with the podcast, I always like to try and be a couple of months in advance. So I've got April's... I'll keep that up my sleeve. And I've got April sorted from somebody. Um, May's going to be a special one. I think we're probably going to try and get the live... Although, so April, sorry, has been May's sorted. Uh, the June one's probably going to be uh, the live sets for the... The block event and oh, 11th of May. We'll probably use that as a podcast in June. I'm doing July, and then I've even got right up to August sorted. But 
I've not got. Um, so when when does, when's the 100th what, month? 100th will be December, and I've oh, wow. got somebody in mind. Actually, mentioned their name earlier. So oh, okay. But I don't think they're way too big for me to get. But I've got somebody in mind that I'd. I'm going to reach out to their management and ask if they would make a podcast, but I'm, I don't want to reveal that in case because it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> I'll just look like a fool. <laughs> but, oh, but um, well, you never know unless you ask, do you? Ah, watch that. And you know what I mean? I've actually, no. I've got to the point where I've I've found a, an email address to get in touch with a representative, their agent, or whatever. But because um, they've been a big influence on me. It's not Boards of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I got hold of them. It's not them, just in case you're thinking. But, um, I've mentioned their name earlier. Um, right, okay. But that's a bit on gear away then. No, no problem. But, um, I'll tell you off air even. Yeah, no, no, because no, then I'll need to tell people. Uh, <laughs> I can't keep a secret. <laughs> but I'm going to play Working Memory, Brian Collage. Uh, Boom Merchant. Boom Merchant, which is track number eight, and it's back to the 44. Remember, it's Bandcamp Free Freeze Friday, so everything goes to the artist or the record label. It is a bit heavy, but it's class.
participating. On Cam Glen Radio.
That was Breathe by the Prosody, 1997. Can you believe that? Of Fat of the Land. That was Fragile X, one of his requests, which I think is brilliant. Did you ever see Prosody live? Yes, John? I've seen him a few times live. Um, yeah. The best was at uh, uh, Rock Amring in Germany. You went to Germany to see them? Uh, well, we went because we went, we, we went they were playing. So Rock Arm Ring's a festival over there. Yes. Um, it's in the, Nürn- the Nürnberg Ring. And un- unlike here, like if you go to a festival, I've not been at a festival in a long time, I'm too old for that now. <laughs> I'm only 37 as well, but I'm too old for that now. But um, uh, the festival's over there. When we went, we've been to Germany, Austria, different places like that, and they run to like four or five in the morning because they can trust people. <laughs> behave obviously because they get if you, I know you've got tea in the park and stuff here, but they shut that at 11. Yeah, um, back to your tents kind of thing. But seeing the prodigy at two in the morning, wow. uh, and it was just chucking a rain, but the best kind of rain. Um, I'd seen them before, but that was probably the best time I've seen, I've seen them since as well. Mm-hmm. Seen them, seen them in Newcastle, seen them in Glasgow. I always but, thought they looked better when they were outdoors and indoors. I, I think the crowd, I, obviously. Well, they're, they're, it's, it's kind of cheesy, it sounds like a kind of fest, kind of festival. Vibe on music, you know, we wouldn't call them a band, I suppose, mm-hmm. they're a band, but kind of festival band, I'd imagine, yeah. because they put on a show as well. So yeah, exactly. Live, you can could, could catch stragglers walking by, would come and see them. If you if you if you're going if they're playing a gig, you're probably know who they are, and you're paying to go and see them. But imagine you hadn't heard the prodigy, and you were walking by. I mean, you didn't know who they were, and you were walking by, <laughs> they were playing. You'd be like, oh, what's this? Yeah, this is yeah, true. So they just pull you in. So brilliant. Um, they're phenomenal. Now we're going to another album. Released through Brio Collage called Wonderland by Sarmazin and it's BC65. We're going to play the title tracks. Is it Alexa? Alexa. Alexa. Alexa first track. Excellent. And how did you get with Sarmazin? Uh, Pete is. Um, I got in touch with him through Rick. Start for the hi fi. So was he from Manchester? Yes, yeah, so there's a lot of links, obviously, through Manchester and um, through Rick and. Me and Rick have played a few gigs together in Manchester, and there was one I went to. I can never remember the name now. Um, but we went to a wee gig there in a cafe. <laughs> it's across from Piccadilly Records. <laughs> I can't think of the name of it now. But we went to a wee gig in there, and Pete was playing uh, Sarmism. So it was like a wee festival. It used to. It was like a two or three day festival in Manchester. Um, and I can't remember the life the, the name of it for life. But we went down and seen. Was he playing Rick live? Play, Sam was playing, um, and I missed him. <laughs> I didn't see him. <laughs> okay. um, but Rick said to get in touch, and he sent me some, some demos, obviously, and stuff like that. Oh, I really yeah. liked his stuff. Um, and he's had a couple of releases now in the label. So yeah, he's, I've seen him, and he's, he's on your compilation. Yeah, he's, your, uh, he's in the compilation. He's, he's, um, he's done some live things for us, he's done podcasts. His album Lessons was his first album, and that was yes. 2006. I said, 17, I, I want to say, I yeah. think, 16 or 17. I should know that. <laughs> that was his first. <laughs> and uh, Wonderlands was his his first physical, was. So he's got a lot of other things he puts out on his own um, his own band camp and stuff as well. But we might be having something for him either later this year or early next year. Excellent. That's, been, that's in the pipeline. Looking so, forward to that. Aye, uh, it's in the pipeline, but uh, no, I've not got an exact date for it yet. Excellent. Right, so this is Samazon, Wonderlands, and it's Alexia.
Sorry, folks, for having... Is it gremlins, they call them? I think so. I'm going to go with FX Twin, if you don't mind. Gentle People, Journey, and it says Twin Care Mix. folks, the gremlins had not worked. It's, this is Sarmazin Alexia.
we've not got time to go, we've got two more tracks to play. I'm going to play an Andy Werrell track, but I'm just going to say, get John back on, give his last update on what's happening in the Bride Collage, Fragile X, and what releases he's got. So John, hope you've enjoyed the two hours near enough aye, uh, here at Cam Glen Radio. No, thank you. Thanks for having us. Sorry about the, the glitches. Hopefully ah, they will be better. Happens, <laughs> happens when you're making music, happens when you're listening to music, happens when you're presenting music. Brilliant. So next week's release? Uh, next week's release is uh, I, my own one, The Fragile X, Great Brain Robbery on tape. Uh, after that, I'm in holiday, literally in holiday. So I'm, I'm, I'm going away. So I'm, going, I'm away in May for a bit. And then we've got a release in June from Urgoa. So that's kind of a kind of futuristic techno kind of number. Um, is that going to be, what's for platform, is that going to be on? Digital, digital only right. for Argoa. And then we've got a new album from Minimal Drone Girl um, coming at the end of summer. That would be, Excellent. she released Ancestral Origins with us in 2020, just before COVID hit. Yes. Um, brilliant. Uh, yeah, brilliant it was actually amazing. Um, well, first new stuff we heard in quite a while, so we've got that coming. Uh, another few things up our sleeves. Um, a, a Scottish compilation as well it's going to be interesting oh wow so all kind of Scottish kind of thing and but to be honest the whole schedule's fleshed out for like up until this time next year and beyond because I've had to turn down a lot of demos and stuff because Excellent. of that so I've got a lot of music coming so but that's what I can reveal at the moment brilliant um, I a, lot, a lot coming anyway brilliant thanks for coming in John yeah, and can you give me that website for your podcast the podcast so it's well if you like it's hear this so just hear this one word .at but if you go to the Mixcloud, the Bricklash Mixcloud page, you'll see, I think, in the wee blurb next to that, I've actually written a wee link that oh, sends you. So fantastic. if you go to the Mixcloud page, you'll link that. If you click on the, the link there, you'll see, and you can go and listen to all the previous ones. There's like 90 odd podcasts to go through. Excellent. So, well, that's your listening. But remember, Cam Glenn, Friday night, 8 o'clock, <laughs> Stephen Payton, oh, live here. <laughs> so I'm going to finish two songs. The first song is from the Andrew Wetherill, Heavenly Remixes 3 and 4, Volume 1 and 2. I'm actually going to play St. Etienne, Heart Failed, Heart Failed, sorry, in the back of a taxi, the Toon Lone Swordsman dub.
good was that? That was Andrew Errol remix, volumes one and two. Now, I'm going to finish off with a Brow Kalash track. I'm going to say a wee ditty, a wee ditty as they say. The practice of art isn't to make a living, it's to make your soul grow. And that was Kurt Vonnegut. Uh, who was that? Vonnegut, an American writer. That was released, uh, it was from an album by Brow Kalash, very Various Artists, Volume 1. It was the very first Brow Collage track. I'm going to play the very last track, Laya Pay, when we were also very different. So it's now Namaste, Inshallah. May God go with you. Be good, be kind, be safe. And thanks again, John, Fragile X, for coming in. Hope you enjoyed it. And remember, if you missed any of the conversations me and John had, you can always listen again on camglanradio.org listen again up just press play and I'll see you all next week for some more of the same
107.9 FM. Your voice, your music, your station.